Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker, and as always, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Just go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Locked On, you'll get your first order off, $10 off your first order. So go to BuiltBar.com. We'll be talking about Built Bar in a little bit, but first, we're going to start off today's show talking about some of the playoff seeds. Uh, I know a lot of people, when uh, the, the news broke the other day about the, the NHL going to a 24-team playoffs bracket. Not a lot of people were thrilled. Obviously, some most of the fans that teams got into it that kind of were on the fringe before uh, were ecstatic about it. Obviously, teams like the Rangers, the Islanders, Panthers, uh, Canadians, Blackhawks, all those other teams. So we're going to get into that in just a little bit. Uh, yeah, we're going to discuss some of the scenarios today on the show. Uh, we'll discuss, you know, what the Lightning will be looking at in terms of if they would end up getting the first seed after the round robin play, or you know, the second, third, or fourth. But first of all, we'll be discussing some of the the phases, you know, because the big question is, is you know, now that the NHL has figured out how they're going to continue the season, the real big question is, you know, when is this all going to take place? So, first of all, we're going to discuss. Uh, yeah, we're we're really, I guess, we're, I guess you could count us in phase one and I guess phase one was technically uh the, the you know them coming up with a plan and them deciding to restart the season resume the season whatever you like to say uh so phase two would be players returning to the practice facilities now all this would be voluntary uh you know you never want to have a situation where you're forcing people to come back especially in a time like this where even even though yes the coronavirus is sort of dying down and things are starting to calm down all around the country uh i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are still a little bit on the edge in terms of you know is this thing really gone i believe it is i believe that you know now that the the authorities and the government officials and everyone that's on the case right now with concerning that, uh, they they have a little bit more of a clear picture, and you could just look at the the data around the country that you know all the the ca- positive cases, uh, diagnoses for this virus are starting to go down. So that's a good sign. So I guess that was one of the defining factors as to why the NHL decided to really move forward with the season. Uh, they were starting to feel good about it, um, and yeah. So phase two, of course, is going to be players returning to practices facilities. And that's voluntary. And that will take place probably in early June, barring any other setbacks around the nation. Uh, You know, like we stated on the last episode when I spoke about how, you know, things were coming back. Obviously, you know, with a lot of questions answered with, is this season going to be restarted? Yes. Is how they are going to jump right into the playoffs? Yes. Uh, You know, a lot of people for, I believe it was probably a couple weeks now, though, the idea of the 2014 bracket was being thrown around and it seemed like every passing day that that was going to be the more concrete decision that the NHL was going to jump to. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it per se for the lightning, uh, just because, you know, they, they're still going to play the same number of teams going forward just as they would probably in a, in a normal situation, just because, you know, they, they're, they're lucky though. Uh, their record, they kind of lucked themselves out where they played well enough this year and they, they kind of get the, the bye week, I guess you want to call it, um, because they will have time off between round robin, unless the NHL could maybe schedule it in a way where, you know, the round robin play is going to take place simultaneously uh, with the playing games, which would be interesting just because, I mean, I guess it would, it would make sense for them to do that because they don't want to waste any more time than they, that has already been wasted because they've time and time again have been, 
you know, adamant that they don't want next season to be pushed back. Uh, and yeah, that'd be very unfortunate. So they're, you know, they, I think they're going to do a simultaneous, um, round robin play as well. The best of, I guess, five playing game series is, are going to take place. So then moving on phase three, which would be mandatory team training camps, because of course, you know, you don't expect these guys to just jump right back into it. Uh, right after being the uh, off the ice since March, you know, you would expect them not only to go back and work out, which I, you know, even though phase two returning to the, to the facilities, I even though that's voluntary, I really expect a lot of the players. Maybe you'll have one or two on each team, probably the ones that are foreign players uh, that maybe went back home, maybe had a couple of players go back to Russia or whatever country it may be where they you know, they may have some trouble going back because it might have to do with some of the travel restrictions in those countries. So you'll just have to keep an eye on that. Hopefully uh, the Lightning don't get too affected in that regard in terms of having some of their players, um, you know, have their travel restricted or maybe their arrival time to training camp delayed. So we'll just have to keep an eye on that. But yeah, phase three mandatory team training camps will probably take place. I believe the first day they're allowed to start is July 10th. So that's some good, you know, at least they're, they're not waiting till uh, the end of July to kind of get things going uh, because just because, you know, it seemed like, all right, that's great. Now when we're going to start and then June, they're not going to get anything done. Um, obviously early June, but I mean, I think that the, the players are going to be restricted to a certain amount of players per ice time or workout time, whatever the case may be. So we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll find out the more information as it's more concrete because you never know the NHL might turn around and say, all right, you know, things are going a lot better than we thought it was. So let's, let's kind of uh, let the teams get it, you know, do a lot more, have a lot more freedom to conduct workouts and all that. And then finally, phase four, resuming play will probably be earliest late July. So the players at least have a couple of weeks or so to really get their act together in terms of getting the chemistry right. Because we, I stated on the last episode, of course, that is uh, the most important thing that a lot of teams will have to be you know, dealing with once play resumes is chemistry. And obviously, uh, as well as getting the proper mechanics back in terms of skating. And because you, not a lot of these players had a lot of, I guess, you know, access to skating facilities. I'm sure some of them kind of behind closed doors by themselves were able to, but I don't know how many were really able to maybe some of the players that aren't really in areas that they couldn't have the resources to do so. So yeah, uh, it looks like we, we won't get games back until late July, but I'm also hearing, uh, probably early August, which is fine, but I think that the NHL will plan the games a certain way to where we, we won't have to worry about them wasting time and where this might carry on into maybe early September, mid September. So I think that, this is the best case scenario. I think it's the best thing they could could have done with with the time that was afforded to them left in the season because we didn't want to see them cancel the season. I don't think anybody wanted to see them do that because that's just an unfortunate thing. And I know a lot of players whose seasons were uh, ended prematurely due to them just jumping back in the playoffs were not happy. Jack Eichel from the Buffalo Sabres was one of them. Uh, but I think also it wasn't just that. I think he was just frustrated of, you know, the Sabres not being able to make the playoffs or be afforded some more time to make the playoffs. Because I believe off the top of my head that they sort of had a chance to to maybe make a last minute run. Uh, if, uh, yeah, if I'm right, they're only three points behind the standings behind Montreal. So I guess maybe if the coronavirus 
uh, pause for the league was maybe a week or two later on. We don't know. Maybe we would be talking, sitting here right now, discussing how maybe uh, the Penguins would be playing the Buffalo Sabres in the first round. So, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's unfortunate. And I'm sure Sabres are a good young team. They have a little bit, uh, some some more missing pieces, but they'll they'll get it together. And I'm sure that they'll they'll pick up those pieces that are needed to make that next jump. So let's get into the first scenario. Uh, that's the Bolts getting the first first seed. Now I explained on my last episode. You know, after weeks of saying that I wanted them to possibly match up with Florida because I mean that would be pretty good for all fan, uh, natives of Florida, especially as you know just promoting the sport of hockey within the state of Florida. That having the Bolts go up against the Panthers would be a a really good series and a really good series for everyone involved. Uh, I think it would have that little interstate, obviously, rivalry. Of course, these I don't know how many Bolts fans really look at the Panthers as a rival. Rival, uh, I don't really look at them either, but I think that them meeting in the playoffs, especially how good both these teams are, could be the start of having a, vi- uh, a rival. So, I mean, we'll have to wait and see, obviously. Uh, but I'm not really looking to... Uh, play the Panthers anymore. I discussed, I spoke to myself, I s- talked myself into it on the last episode is how I wanted the Bolts to, regardless of how many wins or losses they have, some, as long as they get the first seed uh, and they'll play the winner of Toronto and Columbus. Now, uh, I, I think under the normal circumstances, I was 100% sure that the Lightning would have played Toronto. So, you know, if they end up matching up with Toronto, it's not that big of a deal. But the real prize here and the reason why I want them to get the first Seed, of course, is to play Columbus. I think it's time. Um, I think enough time has passed. You know, a lot of Lightning fans are not only frustrated after last year about what happened and how prematurely their playoff uh, run was. I guess uh, some uh, payback, some revenge against this Columbus Bla- uh, Blue Jackets team. And I believe this Lightning team could very well do that. Uh, they, they're they one of the best teams, if not the best team, in my opinion, um, coming into this playoffs right now because... They're healthy. They have one of the best goaltenders in the league. Uh, They're going to have Stammer back. They're going to have Hedman back. They're going to have all these key players back as well that were maybe nicked up or, you know, banged up going into the the pause. So having on those guys back uh, ready to go against this Columbus Blue Jackets team. And there's also the chance that one of the host cities could be Columbus. So I don't know about you, but can you name a better scenario where the Lightning get some revenge on the Blue Jackets in Columbus? So, and I, I don't only want the, the the Lightning to beat Columbus. I want them to sweep Columbus. I want them to blow them out. I want them to humiliate Columbus just like they did the Lightning last year and last year's playoffs. And I'm sure everybody, every Lightning fan listening to this uh, it would, would be inclined to agree with me. So, you know, that's the best case scenario, I believe. I think that... Um, they're gonna have. They're gonna be playing with a little bit more fire underneath them, uh, going into a series against Columbus. So we're just gonna have to. Like I said, though, you know, we could sit here and speculate about all these scenarios, but we're just gonna have to sit and wait until the round robin play, uh, you know, is is played out, and then we could discuss more in depth about how maybe some of these series will go. Before I touch upon some of these other playoff scenarios, I want to discuss uh, Built Bar. You know, Built Bar is one of the 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 leading protein bars in my opinion you know it's it has a nice uh, chocolate covering over it that just melts in your mouth when you bite into it i went on a run today uh for a little bit this morning just to you know get the blood pumping and you know kind of do something because you get i guess you get antsy and 
in quarantine i have and i came back and i said you know should i have like maybe a light breakfast no i had a uh, built bar and it was the perfect thing it filled me up it's like these medium-sized uh protein bars they have they comes in all uh flavors my favorite personally is the toffee almond uh definitely go to builtbar.com use promo code lockdown and you get ten dollars off your first order you will not regret this these are the a1 uh, protein bars on the market right now. Uh, they're not like Cliff Bar or any of these other protein bars that you see around that taste like chalk or have that weird powdery feeling that they leave it in your mouth. No, this is totally opposite. They completely melt in your mouth after you eat them and they come in all these great flavors and you, you have the opportunity when you go on their website to definitely, uh, you know, customize your box if you want to get all different kinds. You can. If you want to get just the flavors that you think you'll like, you could get that as well. And they're also they also offer ones that are peanut free. So go to uh, builtbar.com, use locked on uh, as your promo code. You'll get $10 off your first order. So moving on to our second scenario of the, you know, Bolts playoff uh, run that we all expect them to make. We may expect them to make a deep one. Uh, I state it on uh, numerous shows dating back even when the season was on that we all know that the Lightning were going to make the playoffs. Yeah, there was a minute. There was a couple of, I guess, weeks i mean there were some people out there i didn't really have much worry but there was in the beginning of the season where it looked like the lightning were suffering some sort of hangover from last year's playoff loss but obviously now we know that's not the case i mean all teams go through their slow uh, rough patches but you know this team got out of it and they're one of the best teams in the league now and i fully expect them to have a a meeting in the playoffs with the boston bruins because that's the end game because i believe Coming out of the Eastern Conference, we're not even going to discuss the West because we're going to jump down that bridge when we when we get there, and that's when the Lightning win the Eastern Conference Finals and they move on to the Stanley Cup Finals. But for now, we'll be discussing the Eastern Conference. I believe that once they get past the Bruins, I think that they shouldn't have a problem getting through any other team in this conference, and I am very confident in that statement, and I will live by that statement until you know they if they do unfortunately get eliminated. So the second seed, now the second seed is a very interesting setup. Um, I feel you know other than maybe them falling into the third or fourth, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. The second seed is a very interesting matchup, um, potential matchup, because I'm not exactly. This does. This is not exactly a playoff potential matchup where I kind of get excited. It, it's not because I don't have any faith in this team beating either of these teams, and that would be the Florida Panthers or the New York Islanders. It's just a very, I don't know. I mean, like I said earlier in the show that I was I was on the bandwagon. I started my own bandwagon. I was trying to get as many people on as possible. Is that? I was trying to get people on the bandwagon of a all-Florida playoff series. Now, the more I spoke about it, I decided, you know, let's let's shoot for Columbus. Let's get some revenge. Uh, let's let's humiliate those guys like they did to the Lightning last year. But um, I don't know. This is I I wouldn't mind. You know, obviously we can't pick what seed the Lightning are going to get. They're just going to have to go out there and play the games. And if they get the second seed, then that's no problem. That's I have no worries about that. Um, I don't see the the Lightning having an issue with Florida. Uh, I especially don't see them having an issue with the Islanders. And that's no disrespect to the Islanders. But I'm looking at this as a welterweight fighting a heavyweight. Um, I just think that either of these teams, uh, regardless of who the Lightning play, will be outmatched. And 
I believe, I think in this series, I think in the second, in this round, uh, they'll be playing best of seven, uh, unless, you know, maybe they end up changing their mind. They want to do best of five, but yeah, I, I think that in a best in seven series, I would have to say that the lightning would probably sweep or win in five. I, I think that's maybe, maybe that's giving the lightning too much credit or maybe not giving these other teams enough credit, but I just don't see the lightning just the way they're matched up against all these teams, top to bottom on the rosters that they, they wouldn't really have much of an issue going into this. Now, granted, I mean, who knows? They could have Barkov could have an absolutely ridiculous series against the lightning and, you know, go out there. I mean, they have all these other weapons too, as well. Uh, the Panthers. So I guess if I had to pick one team that the Lightning would play in the second seed, you would have to root for the Islanders. Now, then again, like I said, I don't see the Islanders really putting up much of a fight. I, I think they'll put up, I think they'll get one win in that series against Florida, but I don't really, I can't see them getting, getting, you know, past Florida. I just think, I don't I don't think it's their year, unfortunately. Uh, that's just the way it is. Now, uh, scenario three, it's a very interesting one. It's one that I stated on past shows and I'll continue to say until, uh, you know, until it comes up, I don't mind the lightning getting the third seed, but here's the issue is that Carolina is a good team. I don't, they don't really scare me so much. It's the Rangers. The New York Rangers are a young, fast team. Uh, I believe that if Lundqvist, for whatever reason, whether or not the Rangers may think that maybe they don't think that he could get the job done, or maybe this is Igor Shosturkin's time, or even if they decide to put Alexander Yorgiv in, in that, I believe that Yorgiv and Shosturkin, especially Yorgiv, um, if you haven't watched many Ranger f- games this year, um, you know I've watched I've cut cu- I watched a couple, uh, especially when they played the Lightning. Uh, if you haven't watched it, look up look up highlights of Igor Shosturkin. This guy is huge. He kind of reminds me of Vasilevsky in a way. Uh, obviously, he's a very young goaltender, but the guy has succeeded at every level he's played at, uh, and and not only succeeded, but he's absolutely dominated. Uh, he dominated. I believe he was in the KHL for a while. He won goalie of the year over there. He had these absolutely ridiculous numbers, uh, where it looked like almost like rec- uh, numbers that you would see in. Uh, NHL 20 you know if you created a created a goaltender and you just put all the the sliders up to to 100 or 99 you know he's gonna absolutely dominate and that's what this guy did and then he came in to the AHL he played uh down there for the Wolfpack for the uh, the Rangers minor league system and he absolutely dominated there and I think the only reason why they kept him down there for so long is because Gorgiev was playing so well and they didn't want to run into a situation where possibly you know they had a three three goalie tandem, a three goalie rotation, and that's exactly what they have now. Now here's the other thing: even if they don't play Yorgiev or Shosturkin, Lundqvist has every chance of just getting hot. You know, granted, for a guy like that who's been in the league this long, he he unfortunately hasn't been able to get to that next level in terms of helping the Rangers win a Stanley Cup, but. You know what? He has carried them through some some very cruel, grueling, and tough series, and I could see him maybe saying, "Hey, I only got one more year in the tank after this, and this might be my last shot." And I got a good young team around me, so you know, you could definitely see a guy like that uh, playing on his head the entire series. And and I haven't even discussed Artemi Panarin and how much that guy scares me. He's 
I mean, he's definitely one of the top players in the league now. I believe he's maybe top five just after the season he's had and how how much he's propelled that team. You know, because even even me, I mean, I'm sure a lot of Ranger fans, even Ranger fans, you could talk to John Chick on Locked On Rangers. I've spoken to him uh, back and forth about it. Is that you know, I don't think a lot of Ranger fans realize that or even think, thought that this team was going to have as good a season as they did this year. And granted, yes, of course, this current playoff bracket helped them get into the playoffs. But at the same time, nobody really thought that they were going to even be in any contention for the wild card. Uh, but, you know, what? Artemi Panarin has really stepped it up. He's really elevated his game. And he's really helped out guys like Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider take their games to the next level. So for to have that three-headed monster on the ice against... The Lightning, who, granted, yes, I do believe that the Lightning could beat the, beat the Rangers in a seven-game series. I just believe that that's the kind of series where, with how the Lightning have started their games and some of the bad habits they've gotten themselves into this year, that could be a potential series that could maybe backfire on them. Uh, I, I think that this 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 Rangers team, you know, even though they're young and they still have a lot lot of talent to develop they're very the thing that really sticks out to me that really scares me they have all this raw talent and they do have some vets on their team from uh that are still left from that were on that team that made it to the stanley cup finals that lost to the kings i you know they they are very disciplined on the ice and that's the thing that scares me and so to off put that on the ice with maybe the lightning maybe having a slow start to the game, not taking as many shots, maybe not getting back on the on loose pucks and stuff like that. Stuff that we've been watching them do all year. That's a really scary thing. And just top that off with a hot goalie on between the pipes on the other side of the ice. That's a very difficult situation that the lightning would definitely have themselves in. So I think that's if I had to rate all these teams, um, all the I guess the eleven teams that the lightning could potentially face in. The playoffs, I think the Rangers are definitely ranked number one in terms of if one is I I want no piece of this team and 11 is bring them on. I guess, you know, I guess so one would have to be the Rangers and 11 is probably Columbus with, you know, number 10 being the Islanders. And I guess you could you could sprinkle in Florida at nine as well. So, yeah, that's just one of those teams where I want no part of them. And hopefully... If they're in a situation where they win, if they win in the round robin and they get the number three seed and they lose and they drop down to four, I would say just wish for a loss. So now moving on to the last scenario, and that is the fourth seed, where I think that this is the best case scenario, um, bad case scenario thing, where you're going to have to root for some teams that are probably not going to be able to help you out in this scenario. So number four seed, uh, if the lightning do get the number four seed would possibly match up with either the penguins or the Montreal Canadians. Now there was some backlash I saw online. A lot of people love this whole 2014 bracket scenario. And a lot of fans didn't obviously Montreal Canadian fans love this scenario because then that means the Canadians are back in the playoffs. And the reason why a lot of people don't like this is because uh, I think there's a lot of, I wouldn't say hatred, but a lot of dislike uh, aimed at the Montreal Canadiens, obviously because for all their success that they've had in their their history, as well as, you know, sometimes how tough the fans could be. And I 
they're kind of like, I guess, the New York Yankee fans of hockey. So, yeah, I mean, if you look at, you know, the stand, I'm looking at the standings right now. Canadians finished 12th out of 16 in the Eastern Conference. They had, you know, you could you could make the same case for Florida, New York, both the New York teams, uh, Columbus. Oh, actually, no, Columbus would have made it. So I guess, yeah, both the New York teams, Florida, you can make the case and say, well, you know, those teams had no business being in the playoffs. Well, if you if you had to take take one team that made it out of all these teams uh, that had zero business being in the playoffs or even sniffing the playoffs this year, that would be the Montreal Canadiens. And I stated on my last episode uh, when I was discussing some of the matchups is that, you know, I would like to see the the Lightning, if they were to get the number four seed, uh, have a scenario where they play the Montreal Canadiens, but I don't see, you know, uh, who knows? Who knows what this layoff is going to do to teams? Who knows if the Canadians could maybe get a, a big run together, be one of those teams that, you know, because I said I think that this playoffs is going to be sort of like a March Madness thing, you know, every year in the March Madness uh, bracket challenges, you know, you see all these teams like the the thirteen, the number thirteen seed, the twelve seed, you know, teams like that. Uh, a couple years back, you saw a sixteen seed beat a first. Uh, this could be one of those big upset moments. I think this would be one of the biggest upsets. Obviously, then, you know, having maybe like a, I, I mean, I I don't know on the Western Conference side off the top of my head what a bigger bigger um, upset could occur on that side. But I believe on this side, um, on the Eastern Conference, I believe that if Montreal pulls off uh, some sort of magic against Pittsburgh and ends up beating them, that would be the biggest upset, I believe, of the playoffs. I think definitely in this conference. Uh, but it would set up, a, I believe, a, maybe an easier easier matchup for the Lightning, of course. I think that Montreal... Um, can't stack up against the Lightning, and it showed in their regular season matchups that they had during the year. Uh, but with Pittsburgh, they they kind of worry me, but not as much as New York, of course. Uh, the The Pittsburgh Penguins they have a mixture of some new guys as well as you know some of their vets that they've had from all those Stanley Cup teams. Like they have Murray in net still. They got uh, Malkin and Crosby, Getzel. You know the. So just, you know, all those guys that they have from past years and coupled with some of the new additions that they have to kind of beef up their their top three uh, lines, you know, it's it's definitely going to be a, a very uh, difficult challenge for the Lightning if they were to get the fourth seed. So I guess if they were to get the fourth seed, I would only be fine with it if they had a chance to beat Montreal, which, like I said, that's a very unlikely scenario if they do play Montreal. I think that in... This scenario, if, if Lightning fans want to go into the round robin games, rooting for them to get a certain seat, that's fine. But you need to be wary that the Lightning may not get the the outcome that you would want them to get. I believe that they're just going to treat these these games as preseason games, and they should. Uh, you know, as much as I want to want them to to play the Blue Jackets, I don't know how likely of a scenario that's going to be. I mean, I would love to see them maybe go because I believe they would have to play three games. So maybe two and two and one, I guess is a pretty, you know, interesting, I guess that would be a more realistic uh, prediction for how the lightning would go. I don't see any of these teams. Who knows? I could be completely wrong. I don't see any of the round Robin teams uh, going undefeated. And if they do, that's, 
hey, that's great, but that doesn't mean anything once you start the real games. Those games really don't count to me in my mind. It's once you get out of the round robin and you play and you know who you're playing, whether it may be Columbus, Toronto, Florida, New York, Carolina, the Rangers, Pittsburgh, or Montreal, those are the real games. Those are the real games that the Lightning should be looking at and be preparing for as well as Lightning fans. So, like I said, we could only speculate and only wish for certain things to happen in this round robin. But we're going to have to wait till maybe late July, more likely August, to when this all shapes out. We'll get all information in um, as soon as it comes in from the training camps. And maybe we'll get some player interviews uh, to discuss about once uh, players start talking again to the, to the media in terms of you know when they start getting on the ice and working out and seeing how certain players are feeling. But, hey, this is a super exciting time for the sport of hockey. I'm super excited for it because we have no idea what's going to happen. All we can do is speculate because this is going to be, like I said, it's going to be like March Madness. You could pretend all you want to be the expert, but there's bound to be a couple of upsets that are going to bust your bracket. So, yeah, I'm super excited about this. I can't wait till more information comes out. I can't wait till the training camps open. I just can't wait for play to come back. I mean, I'm I'm just dying for it now, you know. I was I was super frustrated when they came out with the whole time timeline for when stuff was going to happen. Yeah, and I was like sitting there, yeah, we're going to get playback. Oh, wait, not till July. Well, yeah, it might seem like a far ways away, but guess what? It'll be right here before you know it. So, can't wait to talk about all about that when it gets here. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danger. I'll talk to you on the next one.